January 1985, Prince was asked by Quincy Jones to participate in We Are the World. We Are the World was the song that uh, the charity organization USA for Africa was going to record in an effort to um, raise money for famine relief in Africa. So it's a super group made up of basically a who's who of recording artists in the early to mid 80s. And the song was written by Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie, produced by Quincy Jones. Who better to ask in January 1985, what bigger name could there possibly be besides maybe Michael Jackson than Prince? Prince was one of the biggest names in music at the time in January of 85, just come off the, the massive successes of Purple Rain movie and album. The American Music Awards was the event that gathered all of these musicians together and then after the show the plan was to record we are the world as everybody was kind of all together in one one location and logistically it made sense but prince had declined instead of being just another voice or a guitar on a song written by michael jackson and lionel richie he offered to write a totally new song for the, the forthcoming USA for Africa album. The whole album was going to support the famine relief in, in Africa and wasn't just the song We Are the World, so he felt like that was a better use of his time and talents. The song that he ended up writing and providing to the We Are the World project is a song called For the Tears in Your Eyes performed by Prince and the Revolution. There are two versions of this song available. There's the original version that made it onto the We Are The World album proper. This is a shorter, funkier, faster version of the song. Then there is the, the version that was recorded live it was recorded live by Prince, Wendy, and Lisa as another component to the, the Live Aid concert that was going to air in the summer of 1985. Prince was not going to be in attendance at that concert, but he wanted to show his support and offer viewers of the, the, the televised event something to, to represent that. And For the Tears in Your Eyes is that song. So instead of just showing a video that was maybe recorded using the original album version, he wanted to give the world something new and something a little more organic and heartfelt. So the slowed down, more acoustic, and what I find to be a prettier version of For the Tears in Your Eyes is the, the version that the Live Aid watchers in 85 saw, and it ended up being available for the first time to us as consumers in 1993 as a part of the hits and b-sides collection so that was really the first time that this version of for the tears in your eyes was available this is my personally my preferred version i, th I think it's the the tone of the song and how it's performed and recorded fits the lyrical content much better than the original version that was on the album but that is just a personal preference. I have plenty of other people like the, the more officially recorded version. And like I said, it wasn't a full band version. It only included Prince, Wendy, and Lisa. 
as opposed to the entire revolution who performed on the We Are the World version. Originally, For the Tears in Your Eyes was recorded on February 2nd, 1985, while Prince was on the Purple Rain tour. And then the, the version uh, for Live Aid was recorded in April of 85. The song is, in essence, a parable about the story of Jesus Christ. It's essentially saying that for the tears in your eyes is our sin, that Jesus died for our sin, and these are the tears that we cry. Long ago, was a man changed on the bread with the touch of his hand. Made the blind see and the dumb understand. Died for the tears in your eyes. Your Long ago, there was a man changed stone to bread with one touch of his hand. He made the blind see and the dumb understand. He died for the tears in your eyes. Your eyes. Many people came from all around. His man reached glorious Spoke made in harmony and love abound. He died for the tears in your eyes. Your eyes. Many people came from all around to hear this man preach with glorious sound. He spoke of man in harmony and love abound. He died for the tears in your eyes, your eyes. And he repeats your eyes a couple more times before finally saying he died for the tears in your eyes one more time. So in the verse, long ago there was a man changed stone to bread with one touch of his hand. That is a reference to uh, Jesus' ability to basically create miracles from from out of nowhere. So I think even though, I think it was in the book of Matthew, where it's mentioned that Jesus was fasting, and he was so hungry, I think he hadn't eaten in 40 days. And so Satan, the devil, had been tempting him to use his powers to feed himself, turning stone to bread. And while that's something that Jesus resisted, that temptation. What I think this is probably more referring to is the also the story of Jesus feeding thousands from simply seven loaves of bread and fish and being able to transform a, a small amount of food into enough that would feed thousands of people. So even though the, the parable is a little different it's i think trying to say the same thing the reference to making the blind see and the dumb understand even though it's not a really politically correct way of of saying um somebody who is maybe mentally challenged it it certainly is a reference to again the miracles that jesus could conduct using only his hands to heal to heal sick to heal people who were blind or those who maybe were um, mentally deficient. So that's what that's a reference for. And he died for the tears in your eyes. And like saying for the tears in your eyes that he died for is really your, your main clue that this is a song about Jesus Christ dying for our sins. And that's what the tears in our eyes represent. To hear this man preach with a glorious sound, many people came from all around. So yeah, that's just, once again, another reference to the Bible stories about 
Jesus drawing crowds of thousands to hear him to hear him preach and and speaking of harmony and love the point that Jesus was trying to get across in many of his platitudes was peace love harmony so that's where Prince is saying he spoke of a man in harmony and love abound that's really what he's talking about was was the, uh, the crux of his teaching Tears in your eyes, if they're tears of sorrow, for sense may be all that they're worth. For the rising sun each day assures us the meek shall inherit the earth, the earth. So the chorus is just essentially reiterating, you know, some of the lines that was already used in the first verse for the tears in your eyes. So instead of saying he died for the tears in your eyes in the chorus, the lines are for the tears in your eyes, if they're tears of sorrow. I like the way that the first and third lines in the chorus use the word for, F-O-R, and then the second line is four cents, maybe all that they're worth, and that's in reference to, of course, the number four. So for me, that's kind of just a very pleasing sound to have all the same words, even though they're spelled differently, have different meanings. And um, the, the thing about the chorus is that it's being sung primarily by Wendy and Lisa. Their their voices are much higher in the mix than Prince's, so it almost sounds like it's Prince singing the verses, Wendy and Lisa singing the chorus. Although I do believe Prince's vocals can be heard in the chorus itself. The last line in the chorus, the meek shall inherit the earth. That is a reference to the book of Matthew again. I think a lot of the a lot of the references to what Jesus could do is from a from a miracle standpoint and a lot of the miracles that he performed that are kind of referenced in the first verse would be found in the book of Matthew or the book of Luke as well but the line the meek shall inherit the earth is a book of Matthew New Testament so the line the meek shall inherit the earth can be found in the book of Matthew in the New Testament so it's a it's a pretty famous beatitude it really kind of demonstrates or it, what it really does is try to explain how one can demonstrate power without undue harshness so you're inheriting the earth and the earth here you know I mean I guess you could interpret that a couple different ways the earth in the beatitude and this is because it's taken from the Bible this is not really Prince's lyric per se but it is certainly a line that he pulled from the Bible with the effort of explaining it in the song and using it to, to drive home his point. So the use of the word earth in this line can basically be interpreted as the kingdom of God, whether that be in heaven or here on, on our planet earth. So the four cents may be all that they're worth. Um, that line kind of trips me up a little bit just because you know the tears in your eyes if they're tears of sorrow for sense may be all that they're worth 
So I think the use of the word for in the second line is more of an uh, alliteration. So it just, it sounds good. Alliterations tend to sound good. So I don't put a lot of meaning behind it besides just the fact that maybe he's saying that, um, you know, some may not consider the tears in your eyes all that important. You know, the, it, it's not it's not their problem. It's not something that they have to deal with. They're your tears that you have to handle that and deal with that in your own way. But Prince is providing some sort of he's he's providing a sort of assurance to us that that God and Jesus will care about the tears in our eyes. That they're worth more than just four cents to to them. I mean, in essence. Jesus died for our sins, and if our sins are our tears, then what bigger sacrifice could be given for the tears in our eyes? second verse is, faith is a word we all should try, describing the man who willingly died. Believe that your hunger, sorrow, and fears is less than the tears in your eyes, your eyes. So here I feel like Prince is encouraging us to choose faith in God and Jesus. Faith is a word we should all try, describing a man who willingly died, once again a reference to Jesus. Believe that your hunger, sorrow, and fears is less than the tears in your eyes. Is this a reference to uh, hope for a better tomorrow? So believe that your hunger, sorrow, and fears, which are, you know, negative feelings, negative occurrences. So to believe that your hunger, sorrow, and fears are less than the tears in your eyes, that's basically saying to me, at least, that's a belief that those things, hunger, sorrow, and fear, will will eventually go away. It's a hope for a better tomorrow, and it's also maybe a look at the afterlife, which Prince did a lot of of during the Purple Rain era. Looked at the afterlife as this, this place to look forward to, a glorious destination. So to say this is kind of telling me that either way, whether it's a hope for a better tomorrow or understanding that in the afterlife because we're all going to heaven because Jesus died for our sins that's that's the and so that's the understanding of many Christian faiths is that since Jesus died for our sins that we are going all going to go to heaven so the hunger sorrow and fears will be gone and we will not have to suffer anymore in death and one other thing I wanted to mention about this is that the line believe that your hunger sorrow and fears is how it's sung in the the live aid version in the USA for Africa, We Are the World album version, he switches around sorrow and hunger. So it's believe that your sorrow, hunger, and fears instead of hunger, sorrow, and fears. It's it's obviously a very minor change in the way I understand it and the way it was during my research for uh, the recording of the song is that the Live Aid version was sung live. So it's very likely that 
Prince just got got the words mixed up. He knew that it was going to be hunger, sorrow, and fears, or sorrow, hunger, and fears didn't really matter. It didn't make any difference in the uh, the context of the the song and in how it's interpreted. So there was no reason to to restart or correct himself there. So then he launches into the chorus again. The chorus is the same. Less than the tears in your eyes. For the tears in your eyes, that they're tears of sorrow, for sense may be all that they're worth. And Prince then repeats that line in the background. For the rising sun each day assures us the meek shall inherit the earth. And then you hear Prince say, say it again as a as kind of a cue to Wendy and Lisa to repeat the chorus. And um, you can hear Prince kind of whispering thank you at the very end and this is once again only in the live version thank you to the audience thank you thank you to everybody who donated and bought the album and of course thank you to to god and jesus themselves there's certainly ways to interpret that the saying of that line at the end of this performance for the tears in your eyes is, is a really beautiful simple guitar and keyboard song as it's performed for the Live Aid performance. The We Are the World version, as I mentioned, is is a bit more rock and roll sounding, funkier, it's, it's bigger, it's got more production values. But I, I do feel like this version is the better of the two because it's it's just more fitting to the to the lyrical content. It's more fitting to the tone of the lyrics. It's more fitting to why it's being sung. It's being sung as a as a charity for a charity event to feed starving children in Africa. So that's a pretty somber event. It's a it's a pretty somber cause. So while there is an opportunity to sing up upbeat, uplifting songs to get people to want to donate and get people interested, there's also a place for a song like For the Tears in Your Eyes that is a very spiritual and religious song inherently because the whole song is essentially about God and Jesus. But if you think about it, it really falls in line with where Prince was headed in 1984-85. And if the song was written in 84 and then given to the We Are The World Project, or if Prince wrote it very quickly after being asked to participate and then declining to participate in the recording of We Are The World, that is not something I am, I am certain about, but nevertheless, you know, after having covered the Purple Rain album front to back and the B-sides, there's a lot of a lot of references to religion, a lot of references to God and Jesus that can be found throughout the entire record. And then, of course, he has a song that was a B-side to Purple Rain called God. So For the Tears in Your Eyes really falls right in line with that. This is where he was at. This is where his head was at in 1984, 1985. And I imagine Prince 
figured a song about God and Jesus would fit very well onto a project that was meant for charity. Even though it talks about death in terms of Jesus dying for our sins, the death is referenced in a way that is meant to be promising for us here on earth. And so if you're thinking about children that are suffering through starvation, you know, the, I guess maybe the thought was if we think of it from the standpoint that when you die, you go to heaven because of Jesus, then a song about that story and how we've all benefited from that, if you believe. So I, I think it was, a, it was a good song for Prince to include on this album. But I do really appreciate the beauty of how the song is performed. There's a, you know, the music video, which was essentially the video that the Live Aid audience saw, is really well done. It's black and white. It's, as I mentioned before, very somber. It's recorded with a lot of sincerity, I feel, from the band. And it just is it's endearing for that reason. I used to think this song, at least the version that I heard on We Are The World, was a bit on the kind of cheesy side. Like, I didn't I didn't always understand where Prince was coming from, from a religious standpoint. I didn't know that he was really kind of going through this, this change in himself and in his music wholeheartedly. And it felt more like a one-off to me. It's like if somebody asked you to participate in something that was very serious, it's like, oh yeah, let me do a religious song, or let me let me throw some Bible verses on on here, and and I I originally thought it came across as insincere, but in the decades since hearing it, I certainly have changed my tune to that, having really understood and and dove much more deeply into into Prince's uh, discography and his, of course, his, more importantly, his lyrical content and understanding the alternate meanings that were behind many of his lyrics and where religion was not pushed to the forefront, but it was there. And it was around this time with the release of songs like God, For the Tears in Your Eyes, and on the forthcoming Around the World in a Day album, songs like The Ladder and Temptation that Prince was no longer afraid to to wear his religion on his sleeve, so to speak. So thank you again for joining me on another episode of the Press Rewind Prince Lyrics Podcast. I've been your host, Jason Brenninger. If you like the show, please subscribe and rate on Apple Podcasts. It really does help to get the word out and um, you know share it with a friend if you know another Prince fam and friend member that can really that may enjoy the show that's always something word of mouth is, is important when dealing with the podcast and i'll be back soon with around the world in a day episodes so look forward to those and until next time goodbye